When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Here it comes again, lunch. Will it be the same old, same old? Or are you ready to take a vacation from the ordinary with the new Jamaican Jerk Turkey Sub at Firehouse Subs? Freshly sliced smoked turkey breast, craveably sweet mustard sauce, and a hint of Caribbean seasoning. Just $5.55 for a medium. Save time. Order the new Jamaican Jerk Turkey Sub on the Firehouse Subs app. Firehouse Subs. Enjoy more subs. Save more lives. Participating locations, limited time only, plus tax. Prices may vary for delivery. This podcast is a member of the Voices of Wrestling podcasting network. Visit VoicesOfWrestling.com to hear the rest of our great podcasts, as well as show reviews, columns, opinions, and updates across the world of wrestling. Welcome back, everybody, to Wrestling Omakaze, episode number 46. This week on Omakaze, I'm very happy to bring, to welcome a returning guest. Um, I am, this is your first episode of 2018, actually. Um, you were last on for the All Japan 2017 Year in Review episode, which mm-hmm. ended up being a very popular episode. So we're, of course, very happy to welcome you back to the show. How's it going, buddy? It's it's going great. I'm really excited to, to be here and talk about one of my favorite shows in the past couple of months i really like this show a lot and uh just 
excited to talk about all Japan. It's always yeah. fun to talk about them. I mean, you know, pretty much anytime I want to talk about all Japan, you're one of the first names I think of because very passionate cheerleader for the promotion, which is good mm-hmm. news. You know, God knows wrestling Twitter needs people tweeting about what they love to counteract all the tweets about people from people what they hate. My, myself. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> there's, a um, lot, there's a lot of that. Yeah. Um, but th- that's what we're talking about today, though. The All Japan Cork and Hall show from yesterday, which I should have looked up the day before. May 24th. So it's May 24th at Cork and Hall. Um, the I was the 2018 Super Power Series show, headlined by Naomichi Marafuji and Kento Miyahara for the Triple Crown title, the big rematch from the Champion Carnival final. We can talk about the Champion Carnival final for two match, match also. Maybe we should even do that beforehand. Oh yeah, but, definitely. Um, but yeah, so overall, like, what 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 were your thoughts on all Japan going into this show? I, mean, I it seems like they've you know people from from my you know watching um wrestling Twitter, it seemed like it kind of had calmed down a little bit after the Champion Carnival. Like, people, you know, after a long league like that, you know, from a promotion, they sometimes, like, give it a break. And I, I know I did that myself, probably. But it was an mm-hmm. awesome it was an awesome Champion Carnival, though. So I feel like, you know, All Japan does have quite a bit of momentum still. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Like, I, I love the Champion Carnival, like, a lot this year. They had a lot of really good people in it. Um, Hino just killed it which was surprising to me i didn't think he'd be as he'd be booked as strongly as he as he was in yeah the he, he won or... like he won like his first three matches or something right i think mm-hmm. yeah he yeah, yeah he, t- he took out a lot of people took out shuji he hit joe with the fucking bomb he was just like tearing through everybody so it was surprised to see him uh getting so much traction but uh yeah i really enjoyed it uh the, the first half of the champion carnival was kind of um I, I feel like it wasn't as good as the second half, but it was still, you know, still interesting enough. And uh, I had a lot of fun watching Yutaka Yoshi mm-hmm. destroy motherfuckers and be one of the MVPs of the tournament. The The first half of the tournament to me, it was, um, you know, it, I, I don't know, like when people were complaining, you know, there were complaints on Twitter about it. And oh, yeah. I just, and I just was watching it like I this this isn't bad. Like, I don't know why everybody's like, you know, saying, oh, it's so hard to get through. I'm like, it's four matches a night. And like, even on like the worst of the worst of the worst shows, I, you know, I, people be like, oh, this show is such a drag. I'm like, it's, it's usually like one match was good. Two matches were fine. Like, I don't know. People act like watching wrestling matches that were fine is like having acid poured in their eyes or something. It's not. You're not watching Raw or anything. Like, calm the hell Yeah, down. exactly. You know, you're not watching <laughs> you're not watching something in- incredibly mediocre. You yeah. know, even like, like I, I bring up Yoshi. Like, even Yoshi, you know, when you know when he's trying, he's at least good. <laughs> he's yeah. at least very good. Uh, you know, so um, you know, I I, I thought the first half w- was good. I liked it a lot more than other people did. Yeah, same um, here. I thought it was. I thought it was quite good, and like it had a lot of Kai stuff too, which I know a lot of people yeah don't really care for. But I love Kai, so I thought the all the Kai stuff in the first half was awesome. Oh and, yeah, he was in a lot. Yeah. First half. And then the second half, the second half obviously was where like the big big matches were, and you know that's that's probably what it should be. How it should be, honestly. So, exactly. Yeah. Uh, they really kicked it into overdrive during the second half of the carnival, but but yeah, the second half to me is what took it into being like a a really great tournament. So you know, and it finished up strong with you know um, my current match of the year, honestly, the the champion carnival final. So. Oh yeah, wow that 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 took my breath away when I first watched it. Very yeah. 
<laughs> very surprised like because i knew it was going to be amazing and i had like the idea in my head that i'm like oh what if they go with miyahara versus marafuji i didn't think that they were actually gonna do it no yeah they, I, took, they I, took that opportunity i i was i thought they were gonna do it i i kind of thought like, maybe that that was possible but i wasn't i don't want to say i was like 100 percent sure or anything and yeah you know when we got it it ended up being like because marafuji you know marafuji's a veteran he he understands that he's not going to be able to go, you know, he doesn't go a hundred miles an hour in every match. And he, he had some matches earlier in the carnival that really just like, you know, he was okay. He was he doing was his fine. Match. Yeah. Yeah. But like when it came time to turn it on, boy, did he turn it on. Oh. He, he still has that extra gear when he really wants to. And he, yeah, I mean, his, I, I, you know, his selling in that final against Viahara, I think is like probably the best individual performance of any wrestler I've seen this year. I think. Oh my God! Yeah, like the I I one one uh, cell that sticks out to me uh, is the is the blackout knee strike cell where he just he just I think Kento hits him with the knee and he just buckles, yeah. he just folds and I'm like oh it's like fuck! A, it's a good version of that Kenny that hokey ass Kenny thing from the the Dominion Okada Kenny match last year, which I didn't yeah I didn't like that one at all and this was a lot this that that this spot was a lot better. Like yeah, exactly. Like yeah. it was, it was so so good. And uh, even even the match, uh, I think the was it the night before? Was it? It was either the night before or a couple nights before. Hino versus Kento, mm. which is a dream match. That was a dream match of mine for the longest time. I've always wanted to see like those two wrestle, you know, uh, in a singles match. And it was it lived up to my expectations. It was great. It made a lot of sense. You, know, you had Hino just dominating the whole thing. Kento getting a little bit in here and there, trying to be precise about things and just waiting until Hino slipped up so he can take the opportunity. And yeah. uh, it was it was very clever. It was very clever. But yeah, so I, I went um, to Marafuji Kento match. I went four and three quarters. That was my, that's my current match of the year. And then oh, the, other match, the other match I went four and three quarters on in the Champion Carnival, that's currently my number three match of the year, was the Shuji Shikawa versus Shingo Takagi match from the day before, on April 29th. Like, that, that I thought was a, just a fucking awesome performance from both guys. Oh, um, God, yeah, wow. Shingo, you know, for anyone who's followed Shingo's career, like, he just, he is not the smaller guy in a lot of <laughs> matches in Dragon Gate. I mean, he is the bully in Dragon Gate. That's his whole yeah. thing. So for him to have to play the small guy that, like, is getting bullied and has to fire up and make these comebacks. And like, he really showed off his range. I thought here and like, it, you know, Shuji Shikawa is Shuji Shikawa. I mean, he's, I, I think still the, I think the best wrestler on the, on the planet right now. Absolutely. And, and they put on like just a hell of a show in this match. And just, uh, you know, I, I saw, I did see a, a few people on Twitter saying it was, um, uh, too much like quote unquote, like Puro, um, like fighting spirit stuff, but if you like that stuff, like this, which I do, I, I totally been on. <laughs> yeah, unless it gets like super silly, which I don't think that it ever did in this match. I don't think they ever reached quite that level. But like, yeah, I don't, I don't remember anything ridiculous. Yeah, and like, but I love all that stuff. So I'm of course like this is a match that is you know to me going to be right there in my match of the year right Yeah, like uh, I, I don't know, I don't. I, I've seen some of Shingo, you know, like here and there, you know, of uh. I've seen a few matches. Um, not like the hugest fan, partially just because I I don't I'm not I don't follow Dragon Gate as much as other folks. But yeah, no, like if if anything, that was a great fucking showing from Shingo, and he really took the opportunity here in the Champion Carnival to kind of just like, you know, get hey, 
<laughs> Dragon Gates on the map too, you, you guys. Yeah, and I thought I thought he had a great tournament, even going back to his opening match with Kento, which I thought Holy was awesome. Holy fuck! Yeah, <laughs> that <laughs> match got me. That yeah. match, like, I remember, um, it was like, like, really, really early in the morning, and I'm watching that match, and I'm really tired, and I remember just like, I think the finish waking me up, because <laughs> I'm just like, oh, like I'm invested, and then he hits like, I, I, what was the move he hit? I don't know. I don't know Jingo's move set. Um, I probably you're talking about the, the, the at the finish. Yeah, the finish. Like so it's, it's uh, probably, it, was, it had to be the main Japan, I would think. It, it was it was something like that. Yeah. yeah, like he he hit that move, and I'm like, oh, oh my god, and it just woke me up, and he beat him. Yeah. Uh, so if he's probably gonna get a title shot, you're gonna yeah, see I him again so. in Japan very soon. I hope so. I mean, sound, we'll, we'll talk about it when we get to the 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 show here, but it seems like we know the next challenger, which. There's another guy. Who, the next challenger actually is a guy that, like, um, you know, going into this, I wasn't that high on. Like, you know, it's Dylan James slash James Rydeen from Zero One. Yeah. yeah, like I, I never liked him much in Zero One, but to be fair, I never, you know, I'd, I'd see him maybe like twice a year. So it's not really, it's not really fair to say I had a very nuanced and, um, you know, great opinion of like on James. Rydeen. I was not a James Rydeen expert by any stretch. Yeah, uh, but like from what little I saw of him, I didn't really care for him. But in the champion carnival, I thought he was pretty good. Um, oh yeah, they hit they hit they hit him a little bit early on in the, you know, like a lot of five minute matches and stuff. But as the tournament went on, it felt like he got more and more comfortable, and you know, he just he he's kind of slid in as like a second like big hoss, Gaijin to go with Joe Doring. That that would be an interesting team. Oh if, yeah, definitely. If, if I to try that at some point, but yeah. So he's oh, yeah. the founder, and he you know he's I feel a lot better about that. That I would have like two months ago when I was not at all happy about him and, and Sai winning the tag titles. But, yeah, I was just kind of like, Ew. oh, it's James writing. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> so but that's why he left that? zero one. Yeah, but he's he's been doing pretty well for himself. Oh, though, yeah, so I got I can't really I, I I'm not the type of person that like you know once I hate a wrestler I'm never willing to reevaluate my opinion. Maybe maybe with Flip Gordon, but that's <laughs> but no, like Rydeen slash Dylan James, I think he's been good, so I'm more than willing to say, hey, let's give him a triple crown title shot, whatever. Absolutely. See how, see how it goes. Yeah, but like if... I always liked him in zero one, kind of, sort of. He was he was always fine and stuff. He had his very big moments with like, you know, Sekimoto and stuff like that, and he had a lot of fun there, but uh then all of a sudden he said he had family reasons. He had to leave for family reasons. And uh, he found out yeah. what those family reasons were. <laughs> like every, everyone in Japan, it's like, they can never just say I'm, I'm jumping. It's like family reasons, or <laughs> I'm going to go to America and try to be a star. Or, or it's know, school. School. I have to go to school. To go to school. And then, yeah. So uh, I'm going to go it's f- f- fucking Kenshin Chicano. It's like, I'm going to go pursue an MMA career, but actually I'm just mad that you fired Yohei. Oh my god, wow. <laughs> I didn't know about that one. Yeah, that that was um he cuz he and Yohei broke into Dragon Gate at like almost the exact same time. Wow. They were, they were like really good friends and Yohei kind of got like stuck holding the bag for that whole core of the monkey scandal and you know, so they fired Yohei or well first they suspended him indefinitely and then Yo- they said Yohei quit but pretty clearly fired him. And you know, Kenshin Chicano was like nowhere to be found, nowhere to be found and like Six months later, it's just like, oh yeah, he's retiring to pursue a career in MMA, and I think 
he might have had like a fight or something. <laughs> but, you know, next thing you know, he's starting Dev Pro and, you know, wrestling alongside his buddy Yohei that he, wow. he really didn't want to see fired, clearly. Holy so, shit. That's amazing. Yeah. But why Yohei couldn't get him into Noah, I have no I still have no idea this day. But, right. Yeah, like he's Chicano has been in Wrestle One a little bit this year, but that's really about it. Other than, mm-hmm. other than Dove Pro. But we're pretty off topic, so <laughs> which is totally my fault. Let's get, <laughs> no, back, to, let's get back to all Japan here. So champion carnival thoughts. Were there any other matches that were huge standouts for you? Um oh, let's see. I have I have my list here of stuff. Uh, Marufuji versus Suwama was amazing. Yeah, I remember that being really good. That was so, so good. Uh, I mentioned Mihara versus Hino. Yeah. Um, God, what else? Oh, uh, Shuji versus Naoya was a lot of fun. I yes, love that match I, a lot. that match is really good. And uh, Nomura had like another one. Um, what was like his... his uh, I can't even think of it. There was like another one he had towards the end that I thought was really, really good. Uh, yeah, I think... I, I don't know. Uh, I, I liked his match with uh, with Doring. That might—I don't think that was the one I was thinking of. <laughs> I should bring the list up or something. But yeah, keep going. What's some other ones you liked? Uh, let's see. I really liked Yoshitatsu versus Kai. I know some people weren't. Too yes, big a fan I of it. I liked that match a lot too. Actually, I thought that Yoshitatsu was had a couple of matches that were like shockingly good. Um, yeah, he had that. He had the Yoshitatsu one. You know, the one with Kai, and I also liked the one with. Marafuji a lot. Oh, so, yeah, that one, too. That was so good. You know, so, so good. Um, oh. No one's mentioned Akiyama Marafuji. That was fantastic. I, yeah, I was about to, I was about to say. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Yeah, that's probably my third favorite match of the tournament. Like, I'd probably go, like, four and a half level. That was really, really good. Like, so damn court. good. Um, oh, Naoya versus... That happened on... Naoya versus uh, who? Uh, Naoya versus uh, Kenta. I'm sorry, Naoya, not... Versus Miyahara? Yep. Yeah, that was really good too. I think the one I was thinking, by the way, was the Shingo Takagi match. It was only like ten minutes, but it was really uh, no more. It was just Shingo. Remember liking that a lot. Yeah. Um, I think I, I think I missed a couple of shows like in between, so yeah. I might have not seen that one. But um, but yeah, overall, I'd, I'd say it was a very good champion carnival. Yeah, um, I think I th- I think overall I liked it better than last year. It's close because last year was also very good. But last last year had um, like the opening night I, was probably my one of my favorite wrestling shows of the entire year. So, so good. For like for like a one. So for one show, like the 2017 opener was is, was better than anything on the 2018 one. But like as far as an entire tournament, I think the 2018 one was better. Mm-hmm, definitely, I really like I really like this tournament a lot more than I did last one. But um, but yeah, that's yep. the Champion Carnival. Mm-hmm. So let's get into. Did you see anything else from All Japan like this month? Uh, no, I, I think I kind of fell out of it with the rest with the with the rest of the folks when yeah, when, I didn't when, see it, that when it ended. Didn't really watch anything between the Champion Carnival and the Corican. So let's talk about the 2018 Superpower Series. So it opened up um, with Yohei Nakajima taking out Ishikiri from Land's End. Uh, Yohei won in 608 with the Tobi Ushilo Mawashigiri. Everybody loves my terrible Japanese pronunciation, but there you go. <laughs> um, but yeah, Nakajima got the win here against Ishikiri, a guy that you can't even find anything about him, like on Cage Match. He's so obscure, but he's a a Lanzen guy. I've, I've seen him a few times, and I know he's got like a weird cult following on Twitter, and I I get it because he's like 
He's very mysterious. Like you only get to see him a few times a year, and when he does show up, he's pretty good. So yeah, I, I totally get why people be into him. But yeah, this was a good match. I, you know, for a six minute opener, I enjoyed it. Yeah, I, I liked it a lot too. I, I want to see more of Ishikiri. I, I want to see a lot more of him. He's, I think everybody does. Honestly, <laughs> <laughs> combat logo on his tights. Yeah, that's, that's like... what I was wondering. <laughs> Where like, did it come from? I don't. Maybe he's always had that. I just missed it last time. But like, yeah, I was like, what the fuck? Is he? Is is he? Is this what he does? Like during his uh, is he like a professional Mortal Kombat player? Does that exist? Yeah, is his gimmick to be, is being like a Mortal Kombat character, or is it like a Mortal Kombat OC? Yeah, I don't know. Very, <laughs> Maybe. Very interesting. But yeah, this is this is about as fun as a six minute match can be. I think I enjoyed it. Mm-hmm. Same. Um, do you have any other thoughts for the match? Uh, I love Yohei Nakajima. I want him to like. I don't know. I I really like to see him like push it a little bit more, because like. I don't know. I want to see him as as aggressive as he is whenever uh, Ikemen shows up in all mm-hmm. Japan, where he just wants to tear his head off. But do that with every. Yeah, he really, he really does not like poor Jiro. It's true. Oh no, he he's, he's not a fan of the EK men. <laughs> so no, he's. I remember like they had that match back in 2016. He tried to rip his jacket off, and the whole crowd fucking booed him. Yeah, the crowd. They, if you want to like get heat, just go after Jiro's jacket. Always. Although there was some, there's a pretty easy way to get heat in the next match too, as we'll talk about. So oh yeah, transition. match two was the Jumbo Serata Memorial match with Junakiyama and Osama Nishimura defeating Takao Omori and Masanabu Fuchi. Akiyama got the pin uh, on Fuchi in 10:38 with a wrist clutch small package hold. Um, basically goes for a wrist clutch suplex or exploder and then turns into a small package. Yeah, he just rolls so, into it. Yeah. The, so the best way to get heat on the show is to do anything to Masafuchi because the crowd was not happy whenever oh, Junakiyama like did a move to him like they were just loud booing every time like but, like just like just a stomp or something and they would just start like booing him those like, headlocks too he, they were really upset at those headlocks yes and then so he had him in, he put Fuchi in these headlocks and then you know the ref would like kind of look away for a second and he'd do like a a closed fist punch and the ref would turn around and he'd be like. Look, open, open. Yeah, yeah it was open. <laughs> it's like a total old school bullshit, but it's awesome. So I, I know, I, I love that. <laughs> I'm I glad enjoy- I'm not the only person who who loves that old school silliness. Like, yeah, I enjoyed it. It's like she was just like out there. You go, give me like, now, open, open. And he's like, I didn't do anything. <laughs> uh, meanwhile, the crowd is like vociferously booing him. But, <laughs> but yeah, it's uh, it's a, it was an awesome. You know, awesome little ten man old man tag. I don't know if like the only person that could hate this is like people who hate fun. Yeah, I best way to 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 say it in my opinion. <laughs> I just I thought it was a lot of fun. I enjoyed it, and the ending was nice. You know, you had you had Fuichi celebrating in the ring, and the whole fucking crowd was excited. Like it was fun. It was I just played, a lot of played, fun. I jumped both same. So. Hmm. I did enjoy June giving him like the single lightest like um, sliding knee attack of all time. <laughs> like, I know, I like know. The, the knee must have stopped like I don't know, like a fucking foot in front of his face. It was great. <laughs> he's like ah, uh, and it just went into slow motion. He just kind of like nudged him with it. Yeah, like I don't I actually don't think it made contact. I think he just stopped. <laughs> I think he just stopped his body completely. <laughs> but I could be wrong. But Incredible. yeah, it was, it was great. Um. All right, so match three was a eight-man tag 
Suwama, Shuji Ishikawa, uh, Aoki, and Sato. Basically, evolution. I, have they ever said that Shuji's actually in evolution? I don't think they have. I don't think they have, but he might as well be. It's kind of yeah. like with Yoshikatsu, you know? Like, he's not officially a part of Next Dream, but he teams with Kento enough to where he kind of is. Yeah, but they took on the team of Zeus, Joe Doring, uh, Atsushi Moriyama, and Black Tiger 7, um, aka Nosawa, of course. Um, then I, I was just noted that like the comedy before this match started, like we have two ma- masked men in this match who like everyone knows who they are. And, and, I mean, one of them wrestles under his name anyway. But, yeah, like, yeah. The two masked men that like are not a mystery at all. It's kind of funny. But why don't you go first in this match? What do you What do you think of it? Uh, I I thought it was a lot of fun. Like like that's that's a lot of this undercard. This show. It's just you know a lot of fun stuff. You know to get the crowd you know happy and stuff for. For the stuff they're going to be like, or well, you know, the main event, which is just going to be ridiculous, uh, which we'll get into a little bit later. But um, I really like this one. I loved uh, before the match, uh, there were a bunch of Shuji chants. And... Yeah, and like you had Hikaru and, and Aoki on the crowd, on the ground, like leading them on. It was just like a little, <laughs> so little cheerleaders. It was, it was like adorable. It was so, it was so, so funny. And um, I really liked uh, just a lot of the interactions here like joe was killing it he was he was a lot of fun so so many people were over in this match it could be just because you know uh, cork and hall was completely fucking sold out for this yeah but everyone was just being cheered it was amazing um i love how i love how hyped this crowd was for this for this match and just the show in general but it was just a lot of fun um yeah. i don't really know what else to say besides that Honestly, yeah, it was a good show. I enjoyed it. Um, but, you know, in this match, you know, again, another little eight man tag to, um, I guess, continue the feuds that were going on here. I don't know. Like the, the Suwama versus uh, IGF Hagari thing. That's, that seems like it's kind of been dropped. But, um, you know, you still have you still have the Doring Suwama thing, kind of, although that's kind of been dropped, too. Yeah, um, that's I right. Don't know. They, well, I don't. I guess there really wasn't much of a point in this match, but I I still had fun with it. So yeah. Um, Suwama pinned Mariyama with after the last mountain, which is that double. Oh my mount. god! It looks uh, so scary. And that that did you see that the ref like freaking out? Yeah. The, the, the lady ref like she's like no no Mariyama. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> she like reacted like they were about to fucking murder this kid, and I. <laughs> I can't. Mariama's probably like forty years old, but yeah, they were, they were, like, they were about to murder Mariama, and like it, I wanted to tell her it's going to be okay. I, they're, I don't think they're going to kill him. I hope I do, they could. They might, but like <laughs> they might. They're not, they're not trying to. And then that power bomb, and it was just the impact. He like bounced a little bit when he fell. I was like, oh, that's that's not fun. Yeah, it was uh, it was brutal. I mean, what are you going to say? But yeah, it was, it was a fun little eight man. Um, mm-hmm. The oh, there, there was like one 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 other thing I noticed in this match that was kind of funny was um there was like a actually the one like Hikaru Sato was going up against Joe Doring like towards the start and Sato like kept trying to kick Joe Doring and Joe Doring just like you know obviously is not selling for this at all and then like Doring doesn't really do anything that you could call a kick he just kind of like gently nudges him with his foot and Sato like just goes flying. And I was like, that was oh my god, yeah. <laughs> he was like, I should have gifted that. Yeah, it was pretty good. So, um, but and Zeus and Zeus and Shuji had a pretty awesome lariat battle towards the end, too. That was my other big take. Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah, they were, like, they were like charging and just larrying and larrying each other. And Zeus, when Zeus finally won it, 
the crowd went pretty wild. So yeah, he he rolled after that lariat. He he was gaining so much speed. I love that. Yeah, so that that this is pretty funny, man. Um, nothing to complain about here. Uh, after this match, I believe is where we got the announcement about the All Asia Tag Title match, which is uh, Nomura and the returning Yuma Ayogi will challenge Jun Akiyama and Yuji Nagata for the All Asia Tag Belts on June twelfth at Corican Hall. Um, Ayagi returns to the ring on June 5th, so about a week before. Oh, wow, nice. Yeah. So he gets a, a week under his belt before they go back to those, those all-age tag belts again, which is cool because they're a great team, so I have no problem oh, with them yeah. winning the belts back. They're an awesome team. I like, I love them so much, honestly. Um, you know, I, I always liked Naoya and Jake, but I love Yuma and Naoya like a lot more. It seems like they they yeah, have they, just a lot more chemistry. Yeah, they click even better than Jake and Naoya mm-hmm. did. So, um, all right. So that match that that was like the first half of the card. And we had an intermission, and then we came back with a six man tag team match, which is hyping up a oh, world tag title match. So June. good. So it, on June third in Kobe, it's going to be Ryuji Sai and Dylan James defending against. Tajiri and Kai, an, an awesome team, I have to say. They're like, so Tajiri good. Tajiri like and Kai together. are just like, they're such a cool team together. Like, Kai's basically like, I am I am not really a heel, but I will let my wacky friend miss you. I don't give a shit. Like, that's basically <laughs> Kai Hall's character. And, like, you know, towards the start of the match, too, like, they had, like, this segment where, like, Kai, like, or, or Kai's, like, standing there, and Tajiri immediately jumps the guy from behind, and Kai's just like, oh, okay, then, and Jordan's in. And it's like, they should call this team like I don't, well. There has been a team called Bad Influence, actually, but yeah, Tajiri, oh my is, God. Tajiri is a bad influence <laughs> on Kai. He's like bring him to the heel side. Literally, yeah. he's just like, all right, I'll, I'll just I'll just kind of go with the flow. <laughs> he's, gonna, so, he's gonna get him in a lot of trouble. But yeah, so the hype match here was uh, Tajiri and Kai teaming with Kotaro Suzuki um, to take on Ryuji Side, Dylan James, and Keiichi Sato. Um, Kotaro, the 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 like, really angry anti Kotaro guy, I guess, didn't come to the show because I, no, I didn't hear him. Yeah, I didn't hear one guy go out like screaming his head off about how much he just booing booing like nonstop during the entrance of the match anytime Kotaro did anything <laughs> like in previous months. That did not happen this time, so I guess that guy had to miss the show. But um, thank God, <laughs> he's just he's still he's never gonna forgive Kotaro for leaving. Okay? He's, ne- he's never he's never gonna never gonna, him. never gonna let it go. Um, but yeah, so this match had this was a really cool like crowd brawling match. Like if you like if you're into crowd brawling, you'll like this match a lot because they just like brought all over the place. It was chaos. Yeah, it really was utter chaos. Um, and then um, you know, by the time you get at one point, like the cameras had trouble keeping up with it because like. There was a cut at one point to Tajiri, and his head is like sliding down that like west side, that west sign that like a lot of wrestlers will slam each other's heads into. So yeah. apparently, Dylan James had just slammed his head into the west sign right before the camera cut to cut to there, and we just saw <laughs> the aftermath of Tajiri like slowly sliding down. Like it's like it must have cut to it like seriously milliseconds after. After he went head first into the sign, so holy shit! I just, I just thought that was pretty funny. Uh, um, another thing that I found really funny was uh, was uh, was Sai and Kai fighting. They were uh, they were they were fighting like I don't know like up in the audience, and I guess like Kai goes to Irish whip Sai. Sai reverses it, and Kai goes flying out one of the fucking exit doors. Yes, that was awesome. I I, I can't remember the last time I ever saw that happening. It must have happened before, but I really can't remember. Yeah, me neither, honestly. Yeah. 
And but yeah, then they they came like right back in. I remember thinking like, I hope I hope that's not a door that only opens from the inside. Because yeah. otherwise he's gonna have to like go find another entrance. But now yes, so I, so I went right after him too. So hopefully, yeah. hopefully he just got that was that was the thing. But uh, it was a lot of fun. I love the whole crowd brawling thing. Uh, I I love how how Sato and and Suzuki were just not involved in the crowd brawling thing. They yeah. were just they wanted to wrestle and yeah, shit. They were like, we're here to have a wrestling match. I don't know what we don't know what the hell is our our partner's problems, but we're gonna like wait here and wrestle each other until I get back. And just they just totally staying in their own lane. They end up being the finish anyway. Like Kotaro just beat him with the Blue Destiny. So yeah, that's right. Which I did not realize that Kotaro has a. Uh, fucking Gundam C theme song is his theme song. I knew, I know he's a Gundam. I know he's a Gundam fan because he always. Uh, I'm pretty sure it's Seed. I think it's Seed. I haven't seen Seed in so long, so I don't. Know I haven't seen it. Seed either. Yeah, no, I, I've seen. While. Yeah, I've seen it, but not in a long, long time. It's not. It's not one of my favorites. So, mm-hmm. but um, <laughs> by just like the moment that song came on, I was like, I think this is. I know it's Gundam. I think this is Gundam Seed. So I never, I never knew that. I never knew he was a huge before. Gundam fan. Yeah, the, his whole outfit has like. Oh yeah, his whole outfit yeah. that explains everything. Yeah, it's like a Zeon thing. So. Oh my god! But yeah, um, Kotara loves him some Gundam apparently. Um, there, which reminds me too, a little bit off topic, but did you hear the story? Um, they they had Harai Kawato on like a on Tanahashi's radio show, and he was talking about the other young lions and the the Oka is a is an otaku thing is is not a gimmick. He if it's a gimmick, he lives it. Because they were talking about how like Oga has like a double room to himself because he watches so much fucking anime. Oh yeah, that's like, right. The other, the other trainees just can't fucking take it. And just, like, <laughs> just, stay, just stay in there with your anime, Oka. We don't want to hear about it. Oh my god. <laughs> but that's why he's not developing too much anime watching them. God damn it. God damn it. It's all Milky Blood's fault. Whatever the fuck that show is called. <laughs> Milky Blood. No, I the, think that's the name of it. I don't. I don't uh, remember. I don't, I don't know a, these it shows. Might be a video game. I don't know. But either way, um, back to the match. Though this was a really cool match, and um, Kotaro, Kotaro got the pin, and now we have a big tag title match. To look forward to in Kobe. I hope they, I hope they fucking win them. Today. I really do too. I don't think they will, but I would love it if they did because I love both. Well, I love Kai and I love this team. So, just lovely. Yeah, but then we get to the semi-main event, which was Jake Lee's return match. Fucking oh. friendly. Uh, Jake Lee and Koji Iwamoto against uh, Jake's former partner Nao Nomura and Yoshitatsu. Uh, Jake Lee won in twelve twenty-four with a high-angle backdrop on Nomura. Boy, was it a high angle! Oh my like, god! I, I was like, it looks like it looks like Nomura just like fell off like a building or something. Like he just came straight down. This is I was like, scary <laughs> was, as hell. It really was. I was like, a high angle. It should be like should have another name like extremely high angle or something. Yeah, right. Like, like it's, 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 it's tall. Like yeah. him, him lifting him like that was just crazy, in my opinion. Um, but um, this match yeah. was awesome. I guess. I love this whole match. Yeah. yeah, it was just great. I loved it was everything. A little, about a little bit slow, but like by the time it got like a few minutes in, it started like they really started going crazy. Mm-hmm. Um, first of all, I love Jake's new green and silver attire, and that's really cool looking. Oh yeah, it's really good. I can't wait for his matching jacket too. Yeah. So he's gonna. Are you trying to say he might be the new Masawa? Oh. <laughs> yeah, maybe. 
Um, but yeah, I thought he was awesome here, and you know, it's good that he he had a good, a nice new outfit and stuff since he's breaking off from next stream, and mm-hmm. you know, he's probably gonna probably we're building, I guess, to Kento versus Jake Lee. I thought maybe they go with it really quickly, but it looks like they're gonna try to save it maybe all the way till when is Ryu Goku? Is it? Are they doing a Ryu Goku show? I'm not that. sure. Actually, I can't remember. They they're one of these companies that announced one for. I don't think they have actually. I don't think because I think it's Big Japan and DDT that announced their net, their Ryu Goku dates for the fall to the yeah. summer. I don't think all Japan's announced anything. But either way, maybe it'll be the main event for that Osaka number one building. You know, maybe yeah, yeah. that'd be really nice. But either way, we're gonna have a um, we you know that that probably is what they're gonna build to, and. This was a cool little start here with Jake taking out, um, you know, whatever feelings he has on Porneoa or that's, <laughs> Pornomura. That, that's literally what 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 I read from it. Like him him just brutalizing uh, Nomura at the end of this was just him, you know, like showing, hey, fucking Kento. Yeah, I, I mean business. <laughs> Fuck all of you guys. I'm not here to be your bag boy no more. Literally, like. Yeah. I, that's that's all I read from it, you know. And he he means business. He's gonna he's gonna he's gonna make his presence felt, and he's probably gonna win the belt. And I can't wait for him to. I know I can't wait for it either. I, I've always loved Jake Lee, and I thought he was um, like I love Jake Lee, but he wasn't even any good. So yeah. it's like I found him charming. Once he the same basically, and like once he started getting really good before you know that terrible injury last year, I was like, okay, here we go, Jake Lee, baby. And then he got hurt. So yeah, hopefully, hopefully he can pick right up where he left off. This is a good start. Oh um, yeah. One at one point, like pretty early on, like I just remember Yoshi Tatsu going for like an STO or something, and Jake just like shoving him off, yeah, like throwing him off, like he's a bag of crap. Basically, like get the fuck off me, you idiot. Oh <laughs> yeah, they were kind of beefing here and there throughout the match. Like yeah. uh, you had Jake in the first in the first thing. Yeah, now you and Jake, you know, kind of you know messing with each other, and then he told he told him he's like. You tag Yoshitatsu in. Tag him in. Bring yeah. him in. Bring him to me. I want to fight the world famous guy, whatever the fuck his nickname is. But yeah. And then um but yeah, once you get later in the match, like I just remember Jake and Nomura like tagging in and Jake like almost breaking his skull on big boot. Like he just Oh my god. Crazy big boot, right? Like almost it cracked him. It was pretty it was destroyed pretty him. And then um oh, then we got to the end of the match and you know, that, that crazy, crazy exchange at the end where, um, you know, basically I, he he did like a Superman forearm almost. Like yeah, did, like, yeah, Nomura. Wow. Nomura, Nomura did like a jump and like, you know, just cracked him with his forearm. Now, I was seeing that my girlfriend was kind of watching this with me, even though she's not big on wrestling. And she remarked like, if Roman, she says something like, if Roman Superman punch look like that, you'd probably actually be over. <laughs> it's like, Oh, he'd probably actually be popular. She doesn't use, <laughs> but yeah, I mean, it just it looked like a way more impressive version of the Superman punch because oh, so first good. of all, yeah. first of all, it actually made contact, which is probably mm-hmm. a big part of it. Um, Huge but yeah. Part of it, yeah, and then after that, it went right into like Iwasaki like running it out of nowhere and doing this crazy judo throw yeah koji just showing up literally i didn't expect that i didn't expect that like, like the all. fucking elevator in the ring or something like the the teleportation device just appeared and like did that judo throw and like i i almost like jumped yeah, i was <laughs> like what the fuck and, and, then like, he just, just get him, just get him. and then he just dashes back right back out of the ring again 
I love it. I love it. He just he just ran and he's like, take care of it. Bye. That's and then it. Jake, when Jake like does like a this, this sick kick, and then right into the backdrop. So yeah, finishing sequence like probably one of my favorite fantasy sequences of the year. So good. Yeah, it was so, really. So good. You know, only twelve and a half minute match, but really, really fun where it lasted in a a really awesome finishing sequence. I thought. Um, all right, so that brings us in. What do you have any other thoughts on the match or Jake Lee's return or anything? Um, just that he looked really, really good in this. You know, he was he was just he wasn't awkward. He wasn't like all of that's kind of gone now. It seems like it seems like he's just very, you know, like at home in the ring. He doesn't feel awkward. He doesn't feel out of place. You know, he always no... used to... oh, sorry, go ahead. Oh, no, it's all right. I was just going to say he there's less wasted motion with him. He you know? always looked like he he didn't know how to use his size, probably. And like he just he wasn't good at like. I don't know. He just felt like he he grew sick. He always looked like someone who grew six inches overnight and had no idea what to do with himself. But um, yeah, that was before. Like, but by the time he got like to right before his injury last year, he really started to come into his own. And you know, like you're saying, you know, any any fears that he would regress back to like weird, awkward Jake Lee was, I think, pretty pretty well put away here. Yep. So awesome little match. Then we get to the main event, which was the Triple Crown heavyweight title match. Kento Miyahara, the six-year champion, defending against Aomichi Marafuji. Uh, Miyahara won in 25-52 with the shutdown German suplex hold. Did you think Marafuji had any chance going in? Um, Not really. I, I figured it was going to end with like a, like them going Broadway or something ridiculous, or Kento was going to win. I never really thought that Marafuji was going to take so, the belt. So can I say, like maybe, maybe you agree with me on this. Noah kind of fucked them here, I think. Because <laughs> booking Sugera and Marafuji like for four days later, I think made it for the GHC heavyweight title. And while that makes sense in character, it's like, okay, you went and won the champion carnival, so you should get a title shot at our belt too. It's like, you should have waited a little bit because it makes it really obvious to me that Kento was probably not going to, you know, win this match. Because like, if he did, he would... I mean, that Marafuji is not going to win this match because if he did, he would be going into a champion versus champion match, which on four days build, which doesn't seem like a thing that would ever ever happen. So, yeah, a whole, a whole lot of a lot of bad timing on on their part when it came to that. Yeah, um, so that that'd be my big complaint is basically I would say would have held off held off on that for like a month. Definitely, or so. that's what I thought they were going to do, and then I remember, oh, it's announced. They did yeah. the press conference, and I'm like, oh, well, fuck. <laughs> but I mean, if I still would have probably thought Kento was going to win either way, but like there would have been more of a seed of doubt in my mind if I had gone into the if that that match wasn't happening like four days later. Absolutely, yeah. Um, but yeah, so this match very very good. I would say I was interested to hear your thoughts on this because I would put it below the Champion Carnival final. I went four and three quarters in the Champion Carnival final. I went four and a quarter here. I just mm-hmm. Marafuji Marafuji selling. And the Champion Carnival final to me was like next level shit. And here I thought it was still really, really good, but wasn't quite on that, like, you know, the match of the year for me so far level. Like it was still an awesome match, but like just a little bit below the Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Okay. I, I definitely agree. I think that uh that the first match is a lot but not a lot better, but better, you know. Like half a um, star better. Yeah. yeah, exactly. You know, it, it comes like like the second match, like you know, uh, this title match, it comes close, but you know, it it does fall short a little bit. 
Um, I, I do think that, you know, I understand that, you know, when it comes to these big matches, you know, you have, you have a lot of wrestlers who want to get those big spots in these big matches. But, you know, for example, seeing uh, Marafuji hit that that apron tombstone <laughs> yeah, again is kind of like, and he hit it worse this time, which, yeah, which you know, was nowhere near as impactful as the first one. Yeah, so I'm like, uh, you know, so that kind of brought it down a little bit, but I, I still, I still had a lot of fun watching this. Uh, I thought Kento just, I think that uh, his selling was was really well done. Uh, I think that yeah, while Marufuji's wasn't you know as good as the 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 Carnival Finals. Uh, his selling was also really good here. And I liked how they tried to one up each other a lot throughout yeah. the match, especially near the end. Like there was like, cause, cause they planted seeds for that, you know, at the beginning, you know, with, with the flippy headlock thingies and, you know, trying to roll out of like Kenta trying to roll out of a headlock and, you know, Marafuji, you know, being one step ahead of him and kind of showing, Hey, I'm the vet here. Uh, but, you know, like, Overall, I yeah, I really like this. I really, That's really it. like this. I like I like the headlock thing. I, more matches should have extended headlocks. I'm not I'm not being sarcastic. I love you know, like I, it reminded me like of CM Punk and Samoa Joe the first match or something like where Punk kept putting Joe in the headlocks. It's like it's you know I don't know. Some people might find that stuff boring, but like I'm I'm into it. Like it's I, a I enjoyed it. It's yeah. a wrestling match. Put him in a hold and let him try to fight out of it. Make it a struggle. Oh, that that, that was a lot did. of this, yeah. Yeah, well, they don't do any anything like that for like, I don't know. I'd much rather watch people do holds and and struggle to get out of them than watch like, I don't know, ten minutes of punching. That's what made that's what makes battle arts so appealing to me. It's yeah, it's, it's eighty it's eighty five percent of people trying to get out of submissions. Yeah, um, I, I did think too. It was no, it was noticeable to me early in the match where, I, again, my girlfriend was there. I mean, I was like, Marafuji was setting him up for. Like the spot where he's gonna chop the corn, chop, chop him on the on the ring post on the outside. And I was like, oh, okay, Kenta's gonna move out of the way, and Marafuji's gonna have to be, you know, sell his hand. And and he got the chop, and then he did it two more times, and he's successful on this, you know, corner chop on the floor three times in a row. I'm like, this might set a new record for most successful corner chops on, on the on the floor without hitting your hand on the ring post yeah uh, in wrestling history because usually it's like one and you know maybe you get one successful one and then the second one it's like oh he you just cracked your hand yep and so. it's like ah oh, no and then the rest of the match is just <laughs> yeah dealing with that hurt hand but uh they, they did yeah. not do that here it's just you cho- kept chopping them basically that was it yep um it was a lot of fun I, there was another cool spot where mihar did like a like a sort of bulldog from the apron with Marafuji on the floor. Yeah. Like, him face first into a chair. That was, I thought that was unique. That was very fun. I, I think he's done that a couple of times with like, with like the ring post. Like he does like a bulldog from the apron over the ring post or something. I, mm-hmm. I think that might be him. It could be somebody else, but uh, I, I think I've seen him do that before. Um, I also like the fact that Miara hit a super kick for the first time in like three years. Yeah. Cause he, he's not a big super kicker. So yeah, he, he used to be not anymore. Yeah, yeah. so more like that's more like the Kensuke office days or Diamond Ring yep. or whatever. Um, yeah. So Marafuji, like I, I, you know, I thought his first big explosion on the corner was pretty awesome. I think that's it. Just you know, reminded me a lot of the first match where he just like just explodes out of the corner with those with his whole combo and his kicks and everything. Oh so, yeah, that was I love cool. that. That was cool. And then um, when I, well, he did hit that apron pile driver, even though the, the apron tombstone wasn't really that cool. And what's pretty cool, Marafuji was like waiting for him to roll back in the ring 
so he could like launch himself with that springboard sliding drop kick. Yes, um, I fucking love. I like like that and the the corner super kick kick combo thing are just those never fail with me. I I yeah. always love I always the, love those. The only thing I the only big flaw in this match for me, like the only spot I really thought was hokey was when they both did. At one point, they both did like a super kick, and like Mihara takes a super kick, like doesn't really sell it at all, and then does his own super kick, and then just falls down. And I thought that was like it just came off kind of hokey, and like, yeah, why did you like the it? It just looks weirder and quite frankly dumber than when you do that with lariats for some reason. It just looked I don't know I don't really know how to describe it. it just looked awkward and weird and it, it did feel hokey. very awkward. Yeah, because yeah. like. Because he hits the super kick and then he take and then you know he takes a bump like someone kicked him. Yeah, it's like, like oh, well, you, you, you you just you, you weren't kicked. You were kicked before and you didn't sell it. And it's like did, there was like a delay in getting kicked. I don't understand. It's just different than the <laughs> one. But yeah, I, I docked him a little bit for that. But it was yeah, it was, you know, a minor thing. Um, and then the whole finishing stretch I thought was just insane. And it was one of those matches too where like they they had it just right where you know they didn't go too long on it and like by the when just when it felt like you know the match was ready to be over it was like boom over yep so i mean that's honestly a, a huge pitfall in a lot of modern wrestling matches is going way too long with your finishing finishing stretch but i did not think that was a problem here i thought that when mihar got, got that final knee and then hit the shutdown german you know marifuji got the kick out of the knee and i thought that was a great near fall and then he got the shutdown german right after that and that was like one two three boom so. Yeah, he he hit like Kento hit hit Marufuji with like eighty knees this match. It was amazing. <laughs> with a lot of knees. There was there was there was actually a spot where they both tried to hit bicycle knees and they hit each other's knees, and yeah. I was like, "Wow, this is this is my dream match." <laughs> Lots of knees. Lots of knee strikes. <laughs> but yeah, overall, pretty fun show. Um, I would say nothing. Um, like blow away until the last two matches. Like if you're just looking to pick and choose, that would be the two I would tell you to watch. Was, oh, yeah. Uh, Must-see matches. Yeah, the Jake Lee return and the Triple Crown title match. But a fun show. I mean, nothing to complain about. Yeah, not at all. I, I liked it a lot. I thoroughly enjoyed it. I thought, um, you know, like, if you do have time, if you do have, like, what? Is it, like, three hours? If you have three hours on your three hands. Hours. Yeah, with it, if you scroll through intermission, I think it's more like two and like two and forty or yeah, something. Yeah, two and yeah, two and some change. If 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 you guys want, you should definitely check that out. I it's I think it's a lot of fun. But the last two matches are definitely must see. Yeah. And uh and that and that that uh that six man is also I love brawls though. That's I realize that's I realize point. now by the way when we talked about um Kotaro's theme like Gundam Seed theme song, like no one's gonna have any idea what we're talking about because like they all this they all probably watched on AJPW.tv and it was muted. <laughs> oh damn! Yeah, <laughs> so, sorry everybody. We we're watching Samurai. Yeah, we were watching the Samurai version. Yeah, um, I just I always forget stuff like that. It's like, oh yeah, like this is muted and that is muted. Oh, I mean, all Japan probably is like the worst for that so far. With like pretty much everything except like Kento's theme song and Nomura's and I don't know, maybe Jake Lee's now. I don't what the hell. Maybe Zeus too. Maybe uh, Zeus. Zeus's Zeus bodyguard. Yeah, we we do get to hear Zeus's. Uh, amazing rap rap song on, on Japan TV, but <laughs> but pretty much everything else in the show is like muted so yeah yeah always if you have access to samurai version when the shows are on both definitely watch the samurai version um but yeah overall good show loved it just yeah. a lot you know 
Um, I can't wait. I can't wait to see how Dylan James does against Kento. I think I think that's going to be a fine match. Oh yeah, we didn't mention, but that's the that is the um, the big upcoming match. The mm-hmm. Dylan James and Kento Mihar. Let's go through some event cards here. Let's see. We'll just go through it. Start with June third, which I should have loaded up before, but I didn't. See Daisy, but that's June third in Kobe. Oh, before that we have Growing Up, uh, Volume Twelve. Which is May thirty first at Shinkiev. I think this is going to make TV on alljapan.tv. Um, you have the, a main event with Miyahara, Yoshitatsu, and Nomura against Jake Lee, Ryoji Sai, and Dylan James. That could be very interesting to see Miyahara and Jake Lee maybe go at it. Mm-hmm. I think I think that's the new faction or something. Dylan James, Sai, Lee, and uh, uh, Iwamoto seems like seems like those those fellas are all teaming up a little bit more. Yeah, I mean that's that could be a cool little, cool little group if they do it, you know. Yeah, I wouldn't mind it. Let's see what else we got here. Um, Suwama and Tuji Sakawa, the Violence Giants, or Violence Giants, I should say, against Tajiri and Koji Iwamoto. Oh man, kind of a mismatch, but we'll see. I guess <laughs> how it works out. Um, crafty juniors, crafty juniors. Yep, and need to use all their craftiness. Um, but yeah, then we have a. Tomori uh, versus Kai. It's interesting. Oh, um, Black Tiger Seven against Keiichi Sato, uh, Aoki and Sat and Hikaru Sato against Yohei Nakajima and Takahiro Tabata, and the opener is Mariyama against Kotaro Suzuki. So Ooh, that's going to be really interesting. Yeah. Um. But yeah, so that's pretty cool. And let's see what else we got here. June third, which is the Kobe show. Um, we have a couple. We have one title match and a anniversary six man tag. So the title match is Ryoji Sai and Dylan James against Jerry and Kai, and the main event is the Masakatsu Funaki debut thirty third anniversary. Oh, Funaki comes back to all Japan to team with Suwama and Hikaru Sato against Yudakiyama, Kendo Kashin, and Black Tiger Seven. Holy shit! That could be pretty fun. That could be pretty fun. I'm excited. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so that's, wow. that's your June 3rd show. Um, the, although a couple of days later, June 5th, the final Differ Ariake show. So that's the All Japan, a Differ, a Differ Ariake final show. Interesting to me they're doing this because like, really, when I think of Differ Ariake, I think of Noah. Yeah, I think but, of Noah. But I guess they, they have a lot of guys on the roster now that spend some time in Noah and they, they're bringing in a couple more, which... I'll get into in a second, which makes so I guess it kind of makes sense. Yeah, I, Noah must be doing a lot of show here too. I would think. I don't. I, I would assume. I'm yeah. not being on the Noah right now, so I know I don't really know. But um, but let's talk about this. See the big matches here: the Differ Ayake All Japan Final Memorial Special Singles Match. You have Kotaro Suzuki against Atsushi Oyoki. So two guys who definitely wrestled in Differ many times for Noah. So. That makes sense. It's going to be a lot of fun. And then you have Wild Burning, Akiyama and Omori, taking on two ex-Noah freelancers in Tamon Honda and Masao Inoue. Which, oh, yeah, that's right. That could be really cool. I mean, you know, not that it's going to be like a great work rate match or anything, but just to see, you know, Honda back in the ring after all this time and see Inoue in there with June Akiyama. You know, that Inoue-Akiyama match is like, you know, very fondly remembered the GHC yep. for like trying to cheat his way to the title. And then God. the main event is Ayogi's return, an eight-man tag. Um, Kento Miyahara, Yoshitatsu, Nomura, and Oyagi taking on Jake Lee, Ryuji Sai, Dylan James, and Koji Iromoto. So as you just said, that kind of looks like 
maybe a new unit. Mm-hmm. Um, and then June twelfth, the Cork and Hall Dynamite series opener, because I guess that's technically the end of the Superpower series. June fifth. Um, let's just go through the whole card here. Mariyama is taking on um, uh, Ryon Fujiwara. Um, oh, haven't seen him in a while, so that's cool. Yeah. Um, Masafuchi teams with Osama Nishimura to take on Omori and Keiichi Sato. Um, oh, and you get Sato. Yeah, and you get your wish. You get your wish here. Uh, Ishikiri teams with Aoki to take on Yohei Nakajima and Ultimo Dragon. Oh, that's gonna be nice. Yeah. Um, Zeus teams with Black Tiger Seven to take on Tajiri and Yoshitatsu. Um, that's, that's such a weird match. I love it. <laughs> it's a very weird match. All Japan's very good at making random tag matches. It's true. Then you have Suwama, Shuji Ishikawa, and Hikaru Sato taking on the trio of Jake Lee, Ryuji Sai, and Koji Iwamoto. So more of uh, that trio. Yep, starting to see a little bit of a trend with them. Yeah. And then you have your semifinal, the All-Asia Tag Title Match, Jun Akiyama and Yuji Nagata, the 104th champions defending against Nomura and Aoyagi in the their second title defense. So I think pretty good chance we'll see a title change here. I'm hoping. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then the main event, the Triple Crown title match, the 60th champion, Kento Miyahara, defends against the challenger, Dylan James, Miyahara's second title defense. I think there's probably almost no chance we see a title change here. But no. it should be good, though, either way. Yeah, I think it'll be a lot of fun. I wonder. If, I wonder what's going to draw. Yeah, I I think you know loading up with um, you know bringing in Yuji Nagata, which will maybe draw in some New Japan people. Oh yeah, that's and, right. In the semi main, that'll probably help, and it's a big all age tag title match. But yeah, so that I mean, it's got a little bit of support, but mm-hmm. um, you know, I I think it should do okay. Yeah, I think I it should be, be good. I'd, I'd be surprised if you're below like fifteen hundred. Yeah. So, um, I do want to mention too the. Ryoji Sai is going to defend his Asia heavyweight title on June 19th in Hokkaido. I don't know if this is making tape or not, but he's going to defend against Yoshitatsu. So there you go. Oh, man. Asia heavyweight title. Um, There's also the Geora TV title defense on June 24th with Junakiyama defending against Omori. I forgot that even existed. Yeah, the Geora TV. I always forget about the Geora TV title, too. It's like, it it never shows, they never do the defenses at Kirk and Hall anymore. So it's like, I just never. It's kind of out of sight, out of mind, I guess. Yeah, he never wears it either, Akiyama. He, just it's kinda... true. He's just like, it's like, oh yeah, he's got that belt still. It's at home. <laughs> the belt they just randomly defends in six man tags sometimes. <laughs> but um, any other thoughts on all Japan before we wrap things up, or anything else? What's what's going on, Ian? You got to watch any other wrestling? That you're uh, any other wrestling? Uh, not not really. I have been trying to catch up on a lot of stuff from April and May, um, but I have I have been catching up here and there. I watched uh, Endless Survivor, some of the Endless mm. Survivor show. What do you What do you think of Hideki and Sekimoto? Because I was a little disappointed. I was disappointed too. Yeah, I was, it was, I was. It was. Like, it was like a good. It was starting out really well. I I thought that you were telling like a cool little story. Um, with like you know the the power versus technique thing, but like ten minutes mm-hmm. in, it just felt like it just became a bunch of stuff. So, yeah, I, I, it it kind of gets into a blur near near the end of the match with me. I'm just kind of like, really, we're doing this again. Like last year, I'm pretty sure they had a they had a draw, and it was a good draw. It was yeah, a great the draw match. was it was a great match last year, but you know they had two great. I don't matches understand last what year. happened here. Yeah, and, they uh, did. I forgot about the other one. Yeah, we lost it out to him. Yeah. So I yeah. don't know. It's a very it's a very weird setup, and 
you know, now we're going to get uh, Hideki against Nomura, Takuya Nomura. So um, I don't I don't think Nomura is going to win the title. But at this point, I, if I was him, I would do it because it's like I, there's yeah, no, no, there's nothing to lose at this point. Like the, the strong division has been flailing, you know, pretty much since since the entire like the Hideki range started out really well. You know, start out really well with that that Yuji Kobayashi match was fucking awesome. Oh, so good! Um, I, so I actually I like the Kawakami match, which I know some people didn't, but I thought that was a good match. Yeah, and I like that one. I like the that, Daichi match too. The, the first one, you mean? Yeah. The first one, yeah. The second yeah. one was was the all right. One, the first one I was there for, and I, I liked it too. The the um, what Death Mania, but like it just it, a lot. Some people didn't like that one either. But like yeah. once they once they started repeating everything, like especially the Okami stuff, like that's where it really like died to death. Yeah, it's like come on, and you, pick you know some more people. Daichi winning the title was not good. Um, you know his reign. I, I I used I was a big Daichi fan. I I still you know want to see him do well, but I just you know I can't defend what I see him. It's been pretty bad. I I love Daichi a lot, and I and I was just really really happy for him. But I can definitely see where you're coming from with. Uh... With like, yeah. with not liking it, because because like, I mean, his title reign wasn't all that good. Like, I want he, I want him to win, but I mean, I want him to do well, but it just he just didn't. <laughs> so like, yeah, he had good matches, but it's just like he like his in terms of like his presence, it's just not like yeah, it's not there. There, and I, you know, I mean, I mean, I've seen people say like he and um like he and uh, you know Kamatani should go to all Japan <laughs> like full time because they they really do perform so much better. They really Japan. do. I don't know it's... what it is. Like they were awesome in the in the World Tag League last year. Oh yeah. Oh my god. I forgot like I forgot how amazing they were back then. Yeah. Um yeah, just bring them in. <laughs> they should just fucking just jump. Say they gotta go take care of their dog or um, <laughs> sick 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 grandparent. Uh there's a there's an alligator and it bit them. I don't know, just come up with something and, and then show up in all Japan two months later. Hey, hey! I'm sick. <laughs> I, I can't come into work today, and then you show up in all Japan. There you yeah. go. Um, but as far as Big Japan goes, otherwise though, um, yeah, and the Survivor, pretty good show. Not not as good as last year, though. I don't think. Mm-hmm. I loved I loved Takeda versus Kobayashi. That match was wow. It was good. It was good. I I thought it was. Um, I I don't think I'm as high on it as other people were, but I I, I liked it. So brutal. Yeah. It got so bloody near, bloody near the end. I was kind of like surprised. I was like, because like you expect like you know a match with uh, Kobayashi and and Takeda to be you know bloody, but wow. Yeah, they really went. Only first ten minutes. They're both covered with covered in it. Um, another uh, thing I watched was uh, Masato Tanaka versus Fuminori Abe from uh, Basara. I haven't seen that yet. Was it good? Oh yeah, so yeah. so good. I loved it a lot. Um, it, it it's funny because it reminded me, you know, because uh, obviously, you know, uh, Abe gets a lot of his his style and stuff from Sawa. Um, and I'm, I'm I was surprised to see how much this match mirrored uh, Sawa's match with Tanaka from back like in 2010 or something. It's really funny. Yeah, I I I like I like Tanaka. I mean, Tanaka's a weird one because it's like. All the damage he's taken over the years, you would think like it would catch up to him more than it has, really. Like I don't know. Like some oh people, yeah, some of those people from that era of ECW and like FMW like can't move, and like somehow he's still going. I don't know. He he sold his soul to the devil, and he's just 
I guess. <laughs> he's I mean, just, I guess he's going to live forever. That, that, he's one of these freaks with the, like, the head, you know? Like the, I think he's just, he could take a lot of damage, basically. So, like, it's, so, it's wild. Yeah. So. I know he was like, he had, I don't know, like mid 2000s or something. He kind of, he wasn't around for a little bit or something. Yeah, maybe he was like resting up. Yeah, and then he came back and he had like all of his 90s bulk gone. And he was just, you know, Masada Tanaka as he is now. And he's just been killing it yeah. like ever since. It's kind of it's kind of wild how consistent he is. When he's intergender um, match with, uh, what's your name? Nanai was like, Nanai Takahashi. That was one of the best intergender matches I've ever seen. Oh, God. Yeah, I think I've heard about that. I got to watch yeah. it. It's a really awesome match. Um, like, like the you know, the, Tanaka definitely... You know, gives it to her, but she definitely gives it to him too. I mean, like, he gets, gets himself some receipts. Yeah, I mean, like she she beats the shit out of him in parts. So Holy fuck! Um, but yeah, that was, that was a pretty crazy match. That's a on a seedling show. I think one of the early ones, actually. Oh wow! So, yeah. Um. All right. So, is there anything else you've been watching before we wrap uh, up? Besides that, I just uh, I watched Okada versus Tanahashi ten. Uh, what do you think of it? It was good. I just I wish ten minutes of it wasn't there. Yeah, <laughs> you know it was just like you know it, it's it's I made a tweet about this. You know I, I I love it when you know they get to the ten minute mark in, in New Japan main events because it means that they're actually going to do stuff that impacts <laughs> the, the rest of the match. Uh, but besides that, I really liked it. Uh, I, I'm I. I like the Okada Tanahashi matches a lot. I'm a yeah, huge fan I, of those. I the only ones I don't like at all are the Tokyo Dome ones. I don't know why. It's just the the first and second Tokyo Dome matches, the 2013, I think, and the uh, the 2015, the the two the Tanahashi one. I'm not really a big fan of either one. Um, the 2016 one is good. The one where uh, Tanahashi, where Okada finally beats him. But oh yeah, I two, love that. That's yeah. my favorite one. Yeah. My my I mean my favorite Okada Tanahashi match is I think still the Invasion Attack match from twenty thirteen. Yeah, from twenty thirteen. Oh so, yeah, that's so good. I love that I did, match. I did too. like a whole ranking of them. I should find it. But yeah, it was um. I, but yeah, the Dontaki one I thought was good. Um, I I can't really I can't really complain. Yeah, um, I, I heard I heard someone talk about I I, I don't know who it was from. Uh, I, they said something along the lines of like how how Tanahashi kind of played himself in the yeah. losing match. <laughs> like he just like he was so um, <laughs> he was like he was so certain that once he finally got that that wrist clutch off him, that, that was gonna be he was gonna like you know come back and win. And Okada just like pulls him by the tights and does the move anyway. <laughs> so good. So I I found my rankings. Let me go through it real quick. So I, here's how I would rank all the matches based on. Some, some of these matches I've seen very recently, and some of them I haven't, so this is how I remember them. I go Invasion Attack 2013, number one. Dominion 2012, number two. King of Pro Wrestling 2013, number three. New Beginning 2012, number four. That match is, like, super underrated, I think. Like, I've seen people oh, yeah. put it at the bottom of the list, but I really like that one Yeah, that was, like, their first match, right? Yeah, it was their first match, and, like, the crowd didn't know what to make of Okada, so, like, I can see why, from, like, a crowd heat perspective, it wasn't... As you know, as good as some of the other ones, but like if you actually watch what they're doing, I thought it was a just a really really fantastic match. Um, then do, the Notaku 2018 match in fifth, and then the two G1 draws. I put 2013 first, then 2016, then Tokyo Dome 2016, and then the the other two Dome matches 15, 13, and 15. With 15 being the only match in the list I would consider like 
it's straight up bad. Like I don't like that match. Um, the it was so bad that Okada cried at the end. Yeah, basically. The 2013 <laughs> one was okay, and then the 2016 one was very good. And that's like basically the list is very good from, mm-hmm. from then on. But yeah, um, I don't, I don't, I don't think th- I didn't expect the Idontaku match to top any of the the early ones. But like it, it was better than I expected it to be. I was, I gave it like four and a half, and I thought they put on a really, you know, really awesome performance. But, um. You know, it was it, it was a very self-contained. It, it told a good self-contained story, and still obviously had all the callbacks to previous matches. So you know, that's kind of I think it's a very worthwhile match. If you haven't seen any of the previous matches, you, some of the stuff will be lost on you. But I still think you can find enjoyment in it. So yeah, absolutely. It's not. It's not. You, you wouldn't find so much stuff like lost on you to the point where you're like, ah, oh, I can't. I can't understand this because you know, like they, like you said, they play. Like they do such a good uh, self-contained story in that match that you yeah. know, like any any like newer uh, New Japan fan can watch that and go, oh, that's cool. You know, all you need to really know is that they had, you know, a huge they had a lot of matches. The they don't like each other, but, but yeah, basically. <laughs> Literally that, yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, if you want to start, I would definitely say, if you've never seen the Invasion Attack 2013 match, you know, definitely go back and watch it. My favorite. I love it yeah, so much. It's such a great match. Um, but yeah, so overall, um, good Jontaku, that, that, it's a good thing that match was there because the rest of those two cards wasn't very good. <laughs> I, mean, mm-hmm. I mean, well, Osprey and Kushida was good. I, I will say, if you can, I, I went like four and a quarter on it, and that's about the max I'm willing to go. On a match where Osprey screams like a stuck pig every time he's oh, touched, yeah, I just can't. I just can't find oh, man. it. <laughs> I mean, like that, but the match with the—I don't think you're watching Best of Super Junior, but like he just had a match with uh, with Yo yesterday in the main event, and like the work was good, but like every time Yo touched the man, he just like just fucking screeches. And it's like <laughs> just dude, just take it down. If you know. It's like he read so many people on the internet say he didn't know how to sell. He's like. Motherfucker, I can't do a British accent. He's like, motherfuckers, I'll show you I can sell. And like, just just stop. Please, we get it. Just Literally. Stop. Like, like you don't have dude, to scream. Yo put him in I think I think it was Kara on Twitter pointed this out. But like Yo put him in like a dragon suplex or dragon uh sleeper, which is supposed to be choking you out, and he's just screaming the entire time. It's oh like, You're, my god. Sleep, buddy, you're screaming. All right, like there, there are some people who who can scream for everything, and and that only person is Sekimoto. Yeah, it's just it's, you know? it's very different kind of screaming. I just yeah, I, Osprey scream is just like like I don't even know. I just want to, ah! I just want to tell him to stop, like, take it down. But the match actually was still awesome, despite I still that. liked it. Yeah, I, th- yeah. I thought it was good. It's just like just if you could, if someone could tell what to shut the fuck up, it's not just so much fun. <laughs> But um, but yeah, oh I mean, my the, god! But the first night of Jontaku, we just had nothing. I mean, you know, Ibushi and Cody was nowhere near as good as the Wrestle Kingdom match, and um, I didn't watch that. Yeah, I it wasn't. It wasn't that good. And Kenny Omega and uh, Hangman Page was really disappointing because I, you know, Co- Hangman Page I thought had, was having a pretty good year up to that point, but it just that match was nothing. So that was it. Was I? I. I liked it i thought it was okay but like i can definitely see like like the problems with it because that's why it's just okay with me <laughs> yeah it was fine yeah uh, kind of iffy about it not a good main event though no oh no yeah. why would you do that um but yeah i mean we'll have to see i guess what, what are your do you think kenny's beating okada 
is that, are you on the Kenny's winning train? Oh, no, uh, th- third time's the charm, fam. So. I'm fucking hoping. <laughs> I oh, well, okay, hoping and thinking are two different things. We had to predict it. I okay, okay. I think he will. I think okay. he will definitely. All right, because I really, I feel like I'm the only person left who thinks Okada is going to retain. I just, I've been, I've seen Okada retain so many times now that I'm just like, I'm not willing to say anyone's going to beat him until it happens, basically. Yeah, I could see that. Like, I'm just like, yeah, you know what? You, you guys are so excited. You're counting your Kenny Omega defenses before they hatched. You know who I did that with? Tetsuya Naito. Oh, yeah, <laughs> so, that's right. Oh, no. <laughs> I was like, who's Naito going to be facing in the new beginning? <laughs> Let's go. And it's like, oh, okay. Well, so Oops. they, I mean, it's like, you know, you can't. You can't put anything past uh, Okada and specifically Gato or Gado when it comes to <laughs> like booking Okada to beat everybody. Oh God, side. yeah. So I just I don't know. I still I think I definitely I'm gonna go into the match thinking Kenny has a very good shot, but I'm still gonna be like, eh, Okada's probably gonna pull it out. <laughs> so if if Okada does win, I'm gonna be very interested to see who he wrestles next. I'm gonna be very interested to see Twitter. I mean, people are gonna. Oh yeah! A lot of people oh, are gonna God. melt the fuck down if Okada retains again. I mean, this is one where like <laughs> I melted down when he retained against Naito, and I think a lot of people did. But this is one where like, um, oh yeah, I'm gonna. I'm much more of a passive observer. I'm gonna be like, all right, let's log into Twitter.com and see <laughs> and see what the takes are like because I'm not that emotionally invested in Omega beating the being the one to beat Okada like I know a lot of other people are. So I would love it. I would I would very much love it if if he was the one to to beat Okada and he might be but he equally might not be. Yeah, it's just he never can can never say for sure at this point. So he's held the belt so. for like what? How long? How long is uh, over over uh, two years now? Because oh, oh no, no it will be two years at Dominion. Oh fuck! So twenty sixteen against Naito. But remember, before that, he he was only away from the title for like two months. Because That's he lost right. it to he lost it to Okada at, at um to, the last invasion attack before it turned into Sakura Genesis and a match I was there for actually, and oh. then like two months later you know won it right back from Naito at the Dominion show. I yep. went, I'm trying to remember when he I think before that he won it from AJ at Dominion right I think that's how it went yeah, AJ, it was, yeah. he won it from AJ Styles at Dominion 2015 so basically he's had the belt for three years other than a two month period. <laughs> There's a lot of Okada's champion. Yeah. So, yeah, there you go. Oh um, all right. We can wrap this up now, I guess. But Ian, like plug all your stuff. Plug it all. Uh I have a podcast that I'm doing. It's called the Unentitled Wrestling Podcast. Uh I I I'm a co-host with my buddy uh Lawrence LOB underscore three. Uh we have a new episode. You can check it out on uh my SoundCloud. I can't believe I just said that. <laughs> check out my soundcloud guys <laughs> um you check out the my, my soundcloud i there's a new episode that uh follows a few matches for reckless youth slash tom carter uh indie guy from the the late 90s early 2000s and uh he was a lot of fun I I was I when I started watching those matches with Lawrence, I figured that I was gonna see like a dude, you know, doing a bunch of you know wild spots and taking all these weird bumps. But no, he's actually just he was just a technician, and he was really really good. Uh, he really he really he really liked William Regal. Um, he he uh, I think he trained Quackenbush. 
uh, he helped train. I believe, I believe that's correct. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He's had a lot of early Chikara shows. Yeah, know. he helped with uh, helped him Chikara. So like he he definitely like in terms of indie wrestling, he definitely brought a lot of stuff. And he was one of those guys who would watch a lot of Japanese wrestling tapes from back in the day, and you know take stuff from them. Yeah, it was, I think it was like him, and then like the the whole homicide low key like New York crew. Yeah, that really, that really started the spread of like you know Puro and um in indies although what's his name wasn't like one of the guys from public enemy was doing like a tiger match ripoff gimmick in like the in like the early 90s i think oh wow um, really damn i think i think rocco rock was the one one of them was definitely doing it mm-hmm. but, yeah i was doing like i don't remember, i think it was cheetah kid or something yeah yeah i think i've heard of that yeah so they, i mean the influence has been there before but like they they're the ones that like really put it in the overdrive in like the early to mid 2000s so mm-hmm. early to but mid-aughts. I... Oh wow! Really? Damn. Yeah, that's exciting. Low key is awesome. Just the last note before we end the show. I, <laughs> I, I, love, I love low key. Low key's good. Did you watch his seminar thing? I didn't watch it. No, I have not. Like, I have to. Oh, I, I have think to. Oh, um, at Ogan on Twitter, he like he we went. He was like one or two people on the feed, and he was like telling us all about it. So. Oh wow! <laughs> it was pretty fun. But yeah, I'll wrap things up this week, everybody. Thank you for listening, as always. And um, you can follow us on Twitter at Wrestle Omikaze, not wrestling, because wrestling wouldn't fit. And you can <laughs> find us on iTunes if you just search for Wrestling Omikaze. Um, we have our own feed. Obviously, we're part of the Voices of Wrestling podcast feed, which you can find all sorts of other shows on here, um, including Music of the Mat, which I was on a about a week ago to do DT themes. And um, this is going up beforehand, but I recorded already the five-star match game, which is um, the next episode of the five-star match game. I think it's coming out next um, on Tuesday or Memorial day, Monday or something like that. But I recorded that a couple days ago and that's going to be on dragon gate. So if you want to hear how I did answering dragon gate trivia, you can, I went up against Michael Spears and case low, my two former open the voice gate co-hosts. But that'll be coming out in a few days. And there's all sorts of other shows I'm not on, but you know, I figured I might as well plug my own stuff. <laughs> um, but that'll do it, folks. Thank you for listening. And next week, um, Wrestling Omakaze is coming back to you with the next edition of our very popular fantasy draft series. It's going to be all about the Japanese indies. We're going to draft from pretty much every Japanese promotion out of the New Japan. Every I should say every male promotion because we already did Joshi. Um, and the guests for that episode will be uh, Brennan Patrick and Kevin Hare from Burning Spirits, both returning. And a first-time oh, wow. ever guest, a first-time ever guest, a guy I'm very happy to have on. Tanner is going to be coming on from the oh my god, yeah, from the All You Can That's Hear amazing. podcast. Yep, very popular guy. Uh, a guy uh, I'm, you know, very good friends with on Twitter. So I'm very happy to have him on for the first that time is next week. Card. Yeah, and he's going to be. We're all going to be going up against each other. I have to defend my crown now because. After doing very badly in the, we did like a poll at the, you know, the afterwards, like who had the best super card with their fancy draft roster. And I did, I finished third out of fourth in the first episode, which is a WWE man in New Japan. But I won the second episode, the Joshi and WWE women won with like 71% of the vote or something. Oh my God. I crushed it. And I blame it all because I made it, they, they like, so I, it's a sneaking draft, right? So I picked fourth, which when I got two picks in a row right away. And somehow they left me Yushirai and Asuka. So I was like, oh. I, took them, I took them back to back. And like, that was, it was like, oh, I got my main event right there. So people were apparently pretty into that main event. So 
God damn. Yeah. And hopefully I can get that lucky again next time and just get like, I don't know, Kento Miyahara and like uh, Takashita or something. Oh my <laughs> God. Like, book some like absurd, like a stream match, but, but yeah, so that'll be next time. That'll be next week on wrestling Omikaze. Look out for that. And folks, we'll see you again next time. Any say goodbye. I guess I <laughs> keep listening. <laughs> <laughs> see you next time, everybody. In a world of, Wrestling Podcast. There is a new shining star with great interviews, analysis, music, and, and me, Matt Coon, on total engagement. Go to any podcast platform to listen today. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.